welcome to Pleasant Grove Church, where Reverend Dr. Classy M. Preston is the pastor. A place where the Word of God impacts and transforms your life. Let's listen to a power-packed message already in progress. Sometimes you have to remind yourself that if it had not been for the goodness of the Lord, when you wake up in the morning, you just have to pause long enough to say, I made it. When you make it to the house of worship on Sunday morning, after all you've been through on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, come on somebody, you ought to come to the church and lift up holy hands and say, I made it. I didn't know if I was going to be able to make it, but I made it. Sometimes you see some folks, they running around, they crying, and they are singing, and they got their heads bowed down. You don't know what they're going through, but if you were to ask them, they tell you, I made it. You don't know what I went through. You don't know what I had to deal with all week long. I made it. I, I'm still, sometimes you got to tell folks, I'm still here. The cancer didn't take me out, Sister Shireen. I'm still here. Unemployment didn't take me out. I'm still here. Death in my family, I'm still here. I, I made it. I, I was talking to my sister yesterday, and she was telling me about all the folks in Jersey that have died. And I started thinking about mama that's gone and daddy is gone. Uh, but I am reminded, the Lord said, but you're still here. You're still here. I got you. I got you. And every now and then, you know, you go through these moments and it hits you. Brother Gino, it hits you. Because a big hole is left in your soul. When you lose your mom and your dad, it's something that, you know, just, you just cannot fill that gap. But I'm, I made it. I'm still here. And I want you to know that the same God that is with us will keep us and strengthen us in times. that, Brother, uh, I know what it's like going through, brothers. I know what it's like. But I, I'm so glad to see you standing here this morning. You just went through a funeral singing, I made it. I made it. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. To my pastor, Pastor Preston. To our worship leader. To the man. Come on, let's give the man a rousing round. They did a great job. To all of you who are streaming live, uh, to those who are here in the sanctuary, I thank God for you on this day. Certainly thank Pastor Preston for the privilege to stand behind these sacred desks on this day. Wonderful job, Brother Ed, Sister Evans, uh, helping us to remember what happened. And we pray that God will strengthen us that we don't forget and that we keep moving forward and acknowledge the sacrifice and the legacy of our brothers and sisters. Let us pray. Father, we thank you afresh 
for what you have done. I am encouraged even as I sat there and listened to the brothers sing, I made it. And realizing God, after all that has been said and done, I thank you that I'm still here. I know it's not because I'm better than anybody else, but your grace and your mercy. Now, Father, I pray that you will allow me to sit down and you will send, stand up, that you will speak in and through me, and that the words of my mouth and meditations of my heart will be acceptable in your sight. Someone came today looking for a word of encouragement. They've been beat up all week long. They're going through. And they need to hear, thus saith the Lord. Hide me behind the cross and that your people will hear from you and see you glorified. Is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Prayer, a remedy for all anxiety. The story is told of a recently licensed pilot who was flying his private plane on a cloudy day. He was not very experienced in instrument lending. When the control tower was to bring him in, he began to panic. And then he heard a stern voice came over the radio. You just obey instructions. We'll take care of the obstructions. That's what the voice said. You just obey instructions and we'll take care of the obstructions. That is just the way life is. Things can get cloudy in an instant. One minute you are celebrating a promotion, the next minute you're getting laid off. One minute you are celebrating a wedding, everybody's happy and smiling. The next minute you're talking about a divorce. One minute you go to the doctor for a regular checkup, the next minute you are diagnosed with cancer. That's just the way life is. Sometimes, unexpectedly, our clouds hang low and you can hardly see the road. There are times that we'll have some hills to climb, some weary days and some lonely nights. And when we as Brother Paul Jones said, ask the questions, Lord, why so much pain? We don't always get an answer. But then you have to go to the Word of God for instructions. The good news is when you call on the name of the Lord in prayer, He will dry your tears and turn your darkness into days. God will give you peace in the middle of a storm. 
Well, I don't know where you are right now. Perhaps your cloud, he's hanging low and you begin to get panicky. Can I tell you to trust in the Lord with all of your heart? Don't panic. Trust his instruction and wait on him to deal with the obstructions. The word obstruction is defined as something that blocks and hinders. It is the act of deliberately delaying something or preventing something from happening. When the clouds of life invades our lives, the enemy tries to block us from praying because he knows the power of prayer. He may not know what you're asking for, but he knows that God is going to move on your behalf if you call on the name of Jesus in prayer. So he sends obstructions. When the devil tried to obstruct Jesus while he was praying in the desert, Jesus said, it is written. You see, the best way to handle obstruction is by staying in the word and on your knees. Too many of us are trying to fight folks and getting angry, getting upset, when all you have to do is let the Lord fight your battles. Just obey instructions. And the instruction for dealing with anxiety, according to Philippians chapter four, verse six, is threefold. First of all, he told us, don't be anxious about anything but pray. Tell your neighbor, you just have to pray. Anxiety is the way our body responds to fear and worry. All of us have felt anxiety one time or another. Whether it is before a big chest, young kids, or public speaking for some people, Anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness in the U.S. Over 40 million people in the United States, 18 and older, are affected with some type of anxiety attack. Anxiety could be the result of worry and stress due to social interactions, personal health, work, or particular phobia. For many people, with anxiety, their condition affects their ability to function in everyday life. For those with generalized anxiety, symptoms can include restlessness, feeling on edge, fatigue, heart palpitation, sweating, shaking, a sense of terror, feeling of loss of control. And I tell you every time, after over 30 years in ministry, I get ready to preach. My heart start to beat as if it's coming out of my chest because I realize I'm not qualified for the task at hand. And I need the Holy Spirit to help me. So if you see me getting on my knees and pray, it is my therapy before public speaking. See, folks don't understand Life 
can grab you sometime when you least expect it and anxiety can come over you. But I'm so glad that God gave us a therapy for all our anxiety. Without prayer, our anxiety can turn into chronic fear that leads to frustration and irritability. That's why Paul told the church at Philippi, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, pray. When folks talk about you, pray. When folks are angry and you're about to lose your mind, don't lose your sense of holiness, pray. Because God will work out your anxiety through prayer. When they told Jehoshaphat that a vast army was coming against him from Edom, he did not panic, but he called the people of Judah to pray and fast. Whenever I hear people who are sick, lost a loved one, in need of help, sometimes you can easily feel overwhelmed. Can I encourage you to just pray? There are times when prayer is the only thing that you can do. Yes, we should go to counseling, but we also need to pray for God to send the right, to send us to the right therapist, then send the money to pay the therapist and make sure that the therapy is going to work. See, a lot of us, we just go to therapists and we think that that therapist is going to fix our problem. But have you prayed for the therapy to work? Because otherwise you just had a listening session. You see, God can work the therapy according to your specific anxiety. Amen? When some things happen, don't, don't try to assign blame or point fingers. I had a bad habit of doing just that, and God corrected me. I said, stop pointing fingers. Just look in the mirror. Just look in the mirror, and you'll see who you really want to be mad at. And the person that's looking at you in the mirror, that, that's you. That's you. Just pray. Stop looking at others to point fingers. Just look at yourself in the mirror. When you feel anxious, just pray. Don't let nothing and nobody stop you from praying. Prayer activates the miracle working power of God in our circumstance. It is a request to God to send reinforcement. And when we do that, the Spirit of God starts to work in us according to the will of God. We may not get exactly what we asked for, but God will give us the strength to overcome. So Paul said, pray first. And that's what Jehoshaphat did in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. He called the people to pray. Secondly, Paul said, present your petitions. One of the reasons why prayer is so therapeutic is because we can bring any and all petitions before God when we pray. It does not matter the nature of the need the problem or the issue, you can bring it before God no matter what. When Jehoshaphat 
heard that a combined army of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir was marching against Judah, he became anxious because he did not know what he was going to do. He had no time to prepare, had no battle plan, no time to provide fortification, so he called the people and prayed. And watch this now. Notice, Jehoshaphat led the prayer meeting himself. I've always, it's always good to have other people pray for you, Reverend Morant. It's good to have people call on the name of the Lord. But there are times when we must present our petition before God for ourselves. No, I, I want you to pray for me. I'm so glad. I thank God that my pastor is praying for me. I thank God that my wife is praying for me. I thank God that PGC is praying for me. But can I tell you, there are times I need to get down on my knees for myself so I can lift up my voice unto God and present my petition to God. Amen? Stop getting angry because folks ain't praying for you. Get yourself to your own prayer closet and pray for yourself. There are some things you can't say around people, but you can tell everything to the Lord in prayer. Jehoshaphat did not wait for no priest. Don't be mad at Pastor Preston. You say, well, she didn't pray for me. Pray for yourself. Don't wait for no Levites. But he went out and prayed. There are some needs you have. You can't wait for nobody to prophesy over you. You can't wait for nobody to prophesy lying over you. Just pray for yourself. So he led the prayer meeting for himself. Amen. When anxiety is trying to overwhelm your spirit, you need to bring your petition to God for yourself. Amen. He couldn't wait because the need was so urgent he stood up in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord and he prayed. I don't want you to miss that now. He, listen, I, I, I know sometimes I can speak a little fast, but he stood in the temple of the Lord and he prayed. It's not a coincidence that Jehoshaphat went to the church house, come on somebody, and prayed. We can pray anywhere, but there is something about coming to the church house to pray. Amen? Most people don't come to church to see what you're wearing. They don't care what you are wearing or what you have on, what you look like. Because after all they've been through all week long, they've been battered. They've been bruised. They've been lied on. They don't care what you're wearing. They've come into the house of the Lord to have an audience with God. They've come to lift up holy hands and present their petition. So can I tell you, get out of their way and let them worship. I was preparing this and the Lord sent me to Grandmaster Flesh. 1992 and I was he said don't push me cause I'm close to the 
edge. And I'm just trying not to lose my head. It's like a jungle sometimes. And keep me from going under. And that's what I like. I feel like sometimes when I come to church, don't push me. Because I'm close to the edge. You don't know what I went through all week long. You don't know what burdens I had to overcome. I am close to the edge and I'm just trying not to lose my head. Prayer is my only therapy. The reason why I'm not crazy is because I pray. So pray for me. I'm just trying not to lose my head. You don't know what it took for Gino to come here this morning. You don't know how much he had to press his way to get here. You don't know what's going on in the life of this brother Kemp. All that smile that you see, you don't know what he's going through. Sometimes you got to remind folks when you come to church, if you can't say nothing nice, just smiled. Give me the ministry of smiled. Because you don't know what I've been through. I don't need no more mess in the church house. So he went into the church house and he prayed. And from the way the text says it, there weren't no murmuring. There weren't no grumbling. There weren't nobody upset. Everybody were crying out to God because there was a need. There were three armies coming against you. When it really matters, you ain't got time to play patty cake with the Lord. You got to cry out to God. You know, there are days when I can barely make it to church. Y'all won't even be able to tell. Can barely make it to the church. And all I can say to myself is, pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. And you may see me sitting in the back seat. All I want to really say is, I'm crying out, Savior. Savior, you don't know what somebody is going through. So when they finally make it to church, again, if you can't say nothing nice, just smiled. Because if you don't, you might just push them over the edge. So Jerusalem, he went and led the prayer service and he prayed because prayer was his therapy. There was nothing else he could do. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what's your burden, what's your circumstance, what's your trials. I just want you to know that there is a therapy provided to us. Just obey instruction. And thirdly, Paul says, with thanksgiving. And, and that's what I heard Luther singing just a little while ago. Say, y'all got to be old school to know Luther. Say, the young people say, who? Lou, who? He was saying, I made it. 
And if you made it, you want to give God some thanks. I don't understand why people come to church and they don't understand that if you don't do nothing else, give God some praise. Give God some glory because you made it. After all that you went through, you made it. And let me tell you what Jehoshaphat did. Jehoshaphat, while the people were praying, you can read it for yourself. The Bible says that the Spirit came upon Jehaziel, son of Zedekiah, and he prophesied, said, listen, don't worry about the people coming against your sister Diane. Can I tell you? Don't worry about what you're going through. Don't worry about what folks are saying, for the battle is not yours. It is the Lord. And yesterday I was telling my sister, we were talking, I said to her, I said, one thing the Lord has already made it clear to me. He said, whatever people say against you, whatever people do, do to you, I don't want you to say anything. I don't want you to retaliate. Just sit back. I will fight your battle. But if you do anything, you're on your own. And you know, me being a Caribbean, man, sometimes I'm, I'm edgy. I want to do my own thing. He said, the battle is not yours, but it is the Lord. And I can see in my sanctified imagination, Jehoshaphat then had a pep in his step. All of a sudden, the Bible says he switched from petition, I wish I had a praying church, to praise. <laughs> Jehoshaphat said, let me see where are my Levites. I need some praisers. Because the Lord done declare my victory before the battle. I wish I had a church right about now. The Lord done gave me victory before the battle. I just need some praisers. I just need some Levites. I just need some worshipers to give God thanks before the mortgage is paid. Give God thanks before the cancer is healed. Give God thanks before the marriage is fixed. Give God thanks because God has given you the victory before the battle. Where are my praises at PGC? Where are my Levites who say, I don't know what's going to happen next week, but I want to praise God right now for the victory is already mine in the name of Jesus. I, I can see right about now. I can see Jehoshaphat. Dino, give me your steps. I want to see one of some of your dancing steps. And that's what Jehoshaphat was doing. I don't know what's going to happen, but I can feel my victory. Victory is mine in the name of Jesus. I don't see it yet, but I believe that God will do what only God can do. says thanks listen listen let me let me try this one more time how many of you need God to bless you how many of you looking for God to bless you can you stand up and thank God right now let's praise him before you get what you're asking for come on let's let's begin to praise him where are my praises where are my Levites let's praise God before you get what you're asking for 
not through. Watch this. Watch this. Jehoshaphat appointed some people to praise God because he had confidence and he believed that God is not a man that he should lie or a son of man that he should repent. If God said, don't worry about your enemies, stop worrying about what folks are putting on email, on Instagram, on Facebook. Just trust God. Because God is still working things out for you. The songwriter says, God is still in the midst. He is touching in this place in every heart. He is always working because he's a miracle worker, promise keeper, deliverer, healer. So all you are asked to do is stand still and watch the glory of God because as soon as my name is what it is, God will deliver you. So Jehoshaphat prayed and then he prays. He would always put praising at the end of your prayer. The problem is, can I help you some this morning? The problem is we pray, but we often do not praise. Prayer is the request, it's the petition. Praising is the faith and the assurance that what I just asked for, I'm going to get it and the devil can't stop me. The reason why I praise while I'm praying is because I serve a God who cannot be stopped. I serve a God who cannot be defeated. I serve a God who can do all things but fail. So I praise to let God know. I know if it happens, it's only by your grace. I know I don't deserve it, but because you are so good, because you are such a wonderful God, I praise you before I see what you're going to do. I'm gonna close right here. I'm gonna, and you know what happened? When you begin to praise God after you pray, the enemy gets off very bad. He don't understand what's going on. Because you see, he had assigned demons after you. He had little demons that he put against you, Kip. And he don't understand why are you praising because I try to beat you up all week long. He don't understand why are you still praising because he thought your marriage was in trouble. Your finance was in trouble. You can pay the mortgage. Why are you still praising? But every time you lift up your voice, you say, bless you God. He's saying, somebody's gonna get fired. I'm gonna fire some demon because you ain't doing your job. But what he doesn't understand is because the battle is not yours, it's the Lord. It's not what you've done, it's what God has done. No demon can stop you because God is on your side. So praise when you pray and you get your victory. If you are ready to give your life to Jesus Christ, we invite you to pray this prayer with us. And it says, Dear Lord, I admit that I am a sinner and there is nothing 
that I can do to save myself. I ask for your forgiveness. And you can do this if you are streaming. At this moment, I believe you alone are the one who bore my sins when you died on the cross and rose from the dead. Today, I turn from my sinful life and invite you into my heart. I will trust you and follow you all of the days of my life. Thank you for saving me and hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. It is our prayer that this message will enlighten and empower you to do the will of God. If you have a prayer request or praise report or like additional information on Pleasant Grove Church or other recorded messages, come visit us in person or write to us at Pleasant Grove Church, Post Office Box 3603, Cary, North Carolina, 27519. Or call us at 919-363-5198. Or visit us on the web at www.pgc-carry.org. Thank you again.